We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's go. Ron Just want to open line. this up by saying, uh, you know, on Friday I, I made, a, uh, made a decision that I believe was in the best interest of this, uh, of this organization, uh, our players, and our, our fans going forward. Um, very difficult decision. You know, anytime you have to um, release a uh, very talented young football player, uh, it's always a tough decision. But this type of circumstances, this type of situation, uh, we take those those allegations very, very seriously. And, you know, we had to make the decision going forward. Um, and sometimes it's one of these things that there are processes, there are situations, there are circumstances that you go through. Each situation, each circumstance is, is unique. Uh, each one will be handled and dealt with differently um, to what we believe is best for the organization going forward. And that's probably the most important thing. Um, I talked to the players yesterday, basically told them that, uh, that I had made a decision that I believe was in the best interest of our organization. And if it was the right decision, uh, we will benefit from it. And if it's not, uh, it will be on me. I will take full responsibility as we go forward uh, to try and make sure we, we do things the right way. And uh, we'll go from there. So with that, I want to open it up. Hey, Ron, Sam Fortier with the Washington Post. I was wondering if you could kind of take us through, uh, you know, when you first found out about uh, Darius' situation and, and kind of your timeline through your process of, of ultimately um, making that decision. Sam, I really want to get, get into that just because of the fact that the statement that we put out uh, really details what we did for the most part. And so, um, you know, I don't want to get back into, uh, into a situation circumstances. And I said, though, each situation is unique and each situation will be, we de- we will be dealt that way um, as we go forward. And could you kind of uh, tell us about the decision to activate Ruben yesterday and kind of what you can expect from him uh, moving forward? Well, the biggest thing about Ruben was uh, in watching him the last eight days, um, not last eight, probably what amounts about the last nine days, four days on, day off, and then four days on, um, he did extremely well. And the thing you always worry about is the next day, how does he feel? How has his body reacted to, to, to the amount of work he, he did? And he really had no issues. And each day he seemed to get stronger and stronger and more and more confident. Uh, so we activated him yesterday, had an opportunity to watch him, and he moved around very well. We, we put him in limited action to kind of kind of ease him back into it, and uh, he'll get more today uh, as we continue to go forward. But uh, yeah, he was prepared and ready to go, and we're pretty excited for Ruben. Thank you. Hey, Ron, John Kime, ESPN. Were there other factors that led into the decision to release Darius, or was it just about these incidents? Um, that's something I, I, I really don't think we should get into. So I'm, I'm just going to move on from that. Okay. And then as far as just, you know, since you've been here, you've had to deal with a lot of things outside of the football field. What's that been like? How has it been difficult? Has it been draining? What's, what's that been like? Um, 
it, it has been um, it, it's it's been part of what I have to do. You know, as as we look at the the, the entire situation and circumstances of, of trying to, to reestablish who we are as a football team, there are going to be some decisions that, that have to be made that are tough and difficult. There's some things that, you know, we will continue to grow on and improve. And um, yeah, it, it is hard, but you know, the thing that I've got to do and the thing that we all have to understand and I try to tell the players is that when we, when we decide to do something, when we think about what we're going to do, we have to honestly think is what I'm about to do truly going to help us? Is it going to benefit us? And how is it going to benefit us? And, and in this situation, in these circumstances, I, I think, you know, making those decisions to, to, to do what I believe is right, um, I'll continue to do. And at the end of the day, as I said, I'll own those decisions. Thank you. All righty, John. Thank you. Good morning, Ron. It's nice to see you again. Um, this is a quick question about the linebacker group. You've talked a little bit about Cole Holcomb possibly playing at the Sam. You've mentioned John Bostic and Sean Deon Hamilton in the middle. But how do you see the will position exactly working out? Or what is your vision for that one? You know, we, we've got a good group. I really do believe that. I think we've got a good veteran group of guys. To, 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 to really say and start pigeonholing guys into positions right now is, is a little premature, to be honest with you, Reed. We've got to see how all these guys mesh together. Um, you know, we, we, we've moved Thomas Davis around. Uh, we're going to move Ruben around. Um, um, Kevin Pierre-Lewis, who, who recently signed, is another young man we're going to move around and, and, and really see where all these guys fit, where all these pieces fit together. It, it's it's going to be an interesting battle. I really do believe that just because of what we've seen from these guys. Uh, this is a good young group of players sprinkled in some some crafty veteran guys, and it's it's a good group. So I'm excited to watch them and see, see and you know what really is going to be the, the best combination. And, and truthfully, the best com combination may be – you may have three different guys starting at at at, 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 at uh, on, on the on the uh, base package. Two different guys starting on the on the on the on the sub package, and you might have another sub package where you have two other guys. So it, this might be linebacker by committee because it is a very talented group. Okay, thank you, Ron. Thank you, Reed. Hey, Ron. It's J.P. Finley. Um, coincidence or not, it's hard to kind of ignore that Darius Geis gets released on Friday and Ruben Foster gets activated, you know, about 48 hours later. Have you had a conversation with Ruben considering his past? I know you weren't here when he was claimed, but it was a, a really controversial decision yes. back then. And, and just how, how do you reconcile all of that going forward? Well, I think the biggest thing is, you know, Ruben was claimed here. Um, and as he went through the process, you know, certain things came out and, and, you know, and he had his, he had his moment. Um, to be able to set himself in and 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 show that he was exonerated um, for the most part. Uh, and again, you know, it, it's it's always a difficult situation when you come through these things. But Ruben and I have talked about some things, some some specific stuff. I'm not going to get into details, but the one thing that you know Ruben has really shown since I've been here is that he is doing things uh, the right way. He's doing things the way that we need him to do. And he's been out. He's been excellent. He really has done a great job in terms of his rehab. He's done a great job in terms of working with our coaches. So. I'm excited for the young man's opportunity. You know, here's a guy that uh, needed a change of scenery. And, and I think that may be one of the things that has truly benefited him. And, and who knows, you know, it, it, that's, that, that's what might, might be needed in, in Darius's case is an opportunity to, to, to get a change of scenery. And then just from a strictly football perspective, how big of a potential asset is Ruben Foster for you? Well, he can be a very big asset just because of his ability to, to make plays, his explosiveness as a football player the explosive plays that he can make. So, you know, when, when you, when you have a guy like that, that, that has that kind of ability and, and he's back, um, it could be a very good thing. I mean, you look at the Dallas situation, you know, they went through the same thing with their young linebacker 
uh, having almost the same type of an injury. So, you know, that's what we're hoping for is, is, is an opportunity for Ruben to get back on the field and, and prove that he's, he's back and, and that he's the kind of guy that we hope he can be for us. Thank you. Uh, good morning, Ron. Michael Phillips here. Um, I'm talking to the players. They, they just talk about how Dwayne has really taken on the leadership role from the quarterback position, has been more assertive, you know, more in command of the team. And I'm curious, you know, I know you were interacting with him through the offseason, what you told him about the importance of that and, and maybe helping him to a position where he felt like he could occupy that role. Well, I think the one thing that I did say to, to, to Dwayne and one of the opportunities that we had when he had come in to first see me was that, you know, being the leader is not just about what you do on the football field, but it's what you do on the off the football field as well. And I, and he's taken that to heart and he's done a great job. I mean, you know, he's competing, he's doing the things that we need him to do. He's being very professional about the way he's handling himself. Um, and he's, and he's really been very thoughtful in terms of his actions. So that's one of the things that's been a, a big plus. It really has and been really pleased with, with what we've gotten from him. And then I think we'll get to see you guys on uh, Wednesday for the first time, um, or I'm sorry, on Thursday for the first time. What, what will we see in a Ron Rivera practice? What are we, <laughs> when we, when we come out to see practice, what will we, uh, what the, will we the, the biggest thing is I want you to see tempo. I want to see you, see you guys. I want you guys to be able to say, man, they practice fast, man. They move from one drill to the other. To me, that's one of the things that, that, that you have to be able to do. And that is play with an up tempo. Well, the only way to do this, you've got to practice with an up tempo. You've got to be able to understand how things have to be done. We're not going to get an opportunity to play any preseason games. So when we practice, we've got to practice faster. We've got to practice quicker. We have to practice at an up-tempo every opportunity we get. And that's what I hope you guys see. And, and if you don't, let me know because that's something we need to get corrected because that is really the only way you're going to be able to simulate anything right now as you start leading up to your first regular season game. Appreciate it. Morning, Ron. Pete Haley with NBC Sports Washington. When it comes to cutting Darius, but then keeping someone like Cody Latimer, who's also you know facing some serious charges from something earlier this summer, what is kind of the difference in those two situations there, where you move on from one guy but keep another? Well, the biggest thing is when when the Cody Latimer situation uh, came out, there were some things that uh, that still we hadn't we hadn't known. So what happened was he goes into the onto the commissioner's exemplus. And so we're now in a position where we're just going to continue to monitor it and see what happens, and we'll go from there with Cody. As I said, and, and again, understand that we will look at each situation, each set of circumstances individually, and we'll go through our process and make our assessments. And then football-wise at running back with Darius gone, you know, Adrian's still there, of course, but it looks like Bryce and Antonio are slated for a lot more work back there. How comfortable are you leaning on two guys who don't have an NFL snap yet and giving them, you know, that much exposure early on? Well, and don't forget Peyton Barber. Um, we feel very good about the group of guys that we have. We really do. We think this is a group of guys that are talented. Um, you know, and again, it was a very difficult decision. Trust me, it really was. I mean, uh, you know, Darius is a, a gifted young football player. And again, it's one of those things where, you know, we're trying to get ready for a season. And one thing that we can't have handle are, are, are situations and circumstances that are beyond our realm. Um, you know, he's going to have to deal with something for a while and his opportunities to get prepared and ready for the season would be limited. So we, you know, we're looking at getting ready for, you know, for in the next five weeks to play our opener. So with those guys, you know, you're going to have guys that are going to get a lot of opportunities between now and, and, and the opener. And, and we'll get an opportunity to see which guys will be the best ones for us. Thank you, Ron. Hey, Ron, Ben Standig here. Um, Logan Thomas was brought off the uh, COVID uh, reserve list. Just wondering what, what he's, what his status is or how he's kind of doing physically. And what did you kind of learn about dealing with players who may contract 
um, or who, who, who test positive for COVID because of this uh, situation? Well, the biggest thing we learned is that you know, you have to go through the process when, when, when guys are testing positive for COVID. You, you've got to be safe and, and they've got to, you know, they've got to handle their situation, which they, which, which Logan did, did a great job of getting himself healthy and ready to roll and following the directions, you know, of our, of our medical staff. Um, as far as Logan's concerned is, is, you know, we saw a guy that's starting to, to blossom and develop into the tight end position. Got a chance to watch, you know, some pretty good tape on him against, uh, you know, he was with Detroit and we really felt this is a guy that has a skill set that we're looking for to, to be one of our tight ends. You know, we're, we're going to be a, a, a group that, you know, we, we're going to use one tight end, two tight ends, maybe three tight ends, just depending on circumstances and situations. You know, he's a guy that's going to be, in, you know, lining up in the down position, be a guy that's going to be lining up in, in an up position. He's got enough athleticism that, that he can be dynamic. So we're pretty excited about who he is. Um, you know, one thing I always tell people, too, don't forget he's only been playing tight end for a few years because he was a quarterback. So he's got a tremendous understanding and feel for football, uh, especially the offensive side of football. So that's going to help him as he continues to develop into his role as a tight end. And as a separate topic, I know we've asked you over time about a ton of these defensive linemen. I don't know how much we've asked about Montez Sweat. I'm just curious what you what you see with this guy. See a smile starting to come across your face. So what, what are your thoughts on on, on this player uh, entering his second year? You know, he's a guy that we liked when he was coming out in the draft. And, and so um, seeing that he's here and got an opportunity to watch him practice the last couple of days, it's pretty exciting. He's, he's a tremendously gifted athlete. Um, and, and again, going back and watching his tape and just seeing how he was, he was growing and developing. Um, you know, I'll be honest, just kind of going back and looking at him from his college tape and remembering him, you know, putting his hand in the ground and how explosive he was off the line of scrimmage and then seeing it again, you know, with his hand in the ground, knowing that this is a guy that I, I think with his ability and, and, and Chase's ability and, 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 you know, that whole group of guys we have, you know, we have the ability to have a, a, a special unit, a, a good solid group of defense alignment. It's pretty exciting to watch these guys um, practice. And I know it's just practice, but you know, when you, when you start throwing in, you know, Duran and Jonathan and, and Matt and, and, and Tim, you know, and Ryan Kerrigan, the, you know, the Wiley veteran who's, who's, who's really kind of put his arm around Chase, which has really been kind of neat to watch, um, you know, and, and, and Ryan Anderson. I mean, we've got a solid core of guys that, you know, as we're building this unit, um, you just look, you look to the future that could be very bright as a group of guys. You know, they're all going to get opportunities. You know, we're going to roll these guys through. We, we don't want a guy to go in and play 65, 70 snaps a game. You know, we want a guy to, you know, to be fresh and come in and play 25 or 35 snaps. You know, and, and when it really counts, when we really need them, we need them to be explosive and be able to make plays. And, and, and I think, again, as you look at the group, you feel, you feel pretty strong about them right now. And hopefully we can stay healthy as we go through camp and get ready for the regular season. Thank you. Ron, Nikki Javala with the Washington Post. Um, regarding Darius, I know in the team statement it said after learning of the allegations that he was excused from all team activity, were you able to have any sort of back and forth, back and forth with him about the allegations and the charges? The, the biggest thing I'll tell you, Nikki, again, in, in the statement, we just talked about the fact that we have conversation with him on Friday morning. And, uh, you know, and, and from what we learned later on, we made our decision. Okay. And then uh, football-wise, for the quarterbacks, how do you plan on dividing the reps with them as practice ramps up? Well, the biggest thing that we've got to do is, is, is not just making sure we divvy up the reps as evenly as possible, but we divvy up who they, who they work against. You know, this could be a very interesting um, challenge for us because of uh, Alex Smith. You know, if, if Alex is, is healthy and, and, and continues to get healthy and we do activate him, you know, he's going to be in the throes of this, com of this competition. So, 
it, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to unfold, I think, very nicely for us as, as a football team because competition is only going to make you better. It's going to push the young guys um, as well. So I, I just feel really good about what we're, what we're going to be doing as we start going forward. Um, and it's going to be, it, it'll be a very challenging situation to make sure everybody's reps are, are, are equitable uh, and their competition is the same. Hey, Ron, Les Carpenter at the Washington Post. Good morning. Um, want to ask a little bit about some of the players have, have mentioned that you've talked to them about the importance of keeping that bubble tight and not, you know, when they're, when they're going home at night, not straying and going out and doing those things. How much are you talking to them about that? And what are you saying? And what's kind of the message you're trying to deliver with that? Well, you know, we try to mention it every day. You know, I asked the coaches to, to, to mention it. Um, one of the things I told everybody was we all have to own this together. If we see something that's not right around the facility, we've got to mention it. You know, if, if, if we're, we're, we're finishing up the day and we're getting ready to leave, we got to mention, hey, guys, be safe. Let's be smart about this. Um, the other day we had an entire uh, um, uh, team organizational Zoom meeting in terms of the people that are tier one and tier two people that, that are all involved within the facility. Um, and we talked about the rules because the rules don't just apply to the players, but they apply to the coaches the support staff as well. So we wanted to make sure everybody knew them, everybody understood them, everybody understood that, you know, there are consequences if, if we fail to follow those protocols. And so we had to get those across and make sure that, that everybody knows. I mean, we've been very fortunate so far, you know, and, and again, we see some of the examples that are being set by, by, by basketball and hockey and golf and, 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 and baseball, you know, and in some cases you see them working very well. In other cases, you see that there are some issues. So, one thing we've got to do is we've got to be aware that we are no we are like no other sport um, because we have more players that we have to be concerned with, more coaches that we have to be concerned with. Um, our travel situation is a little bit different. Now, baseball is very difficult as well. So we've got to sit there and learn from from what we're, we're seeing from the other sports. Is this just going to be a total trust thing or are you going to, are, will there be punishments in place if people break that or is there – well, I mean, again, there, there are there are specific rules that, you know, that, that the league has set forth um, and then that the league and the PA have worked on, you know, and, and again, that's why I said that 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 they just don't apply to the players. They apply to everybody. And, and that's the thing we have to understand. Now, you know, you're going to have an incident where, where it's accidental, where, where some somebody may be going to get gas or to the grocery store or something like that. And something crazy could happen. What you don't want is you don't want somebody going to a a a a a. a you know, a hundred person party or, or, or to a, to an indoor concert or something. That's what you don't want. Those are the things that we've got to be able to, to, to be willing to sacrifice right now, you know, until that the, the vaccine has been, been, you know, been found and, and been perfected, um, you know, to where you can, we can hopefully return to about as normal as we can get. That's the thing we've got to be aware of. And again, we're, we're asking, you know, everybody to do that for about a six month period. And, and hopefully we can follow that and we can, we can do that um as we go through the the, the season we got time for two more uh, hi ron i just wanted to ask about alex smith um you mentioned kind of the way reuben foster was reacting after those eight days just where is alex after those eight days and is his, you mentioned last week how his leg was kind of responding day after day is that still happening yep. Yes, it is. It's still happening. You know, it's a little bit more difficult with um, with Alex because of the specific movements. We've got to we've got to continue to watch and see as he continues to get stronger, stronger with him. The only real way he's going to really be able to know is by doing all the drills, and that's one of the things that you know Ryan Vermillion and his staff have been working with Alex is get him the opportunity to do all the specific quarterback drills. Um, and so as he continues to go through them, and we continue to watch and watch, we notice he is getting stronger and stronger. His movements are all coming back. 
But again, we don't want to put them out on the field. We don't want to expose them until the proper opportunity comes. So again, we're just trying to be smart. We're trying to be very diligent in this situation um, because of Alex's circumstances and, and he's done everything we've asked. So he's been tremendous right now. And, you know, we expect it to continue to, to develop and grow. And, you know, when, when the moment is right, uh, you know, at the appropriate time, we'll, we'll make our decision. Thank you. Hey, Ron, good morning. It's uh, Chris Russell from SI.com and 106.7 The Fan. Um, this is more big picture, and, and maybe it's a little early, but there's a lot of talk about college football uh, being either delayed until the spring or canceled altogether. Just kind of curious how, how much thought you put into that and the complications from a football aspect and building a roster and man managing a roster in the future, uh, something like that might bring. Well, you know, it's been interesting because um, Kyle Smith and I have been talking about, you know, what, how he plans to do it. Um, the way he's going to set things up. And, and it's been real interesting in terms of our conversation. Um, you know, he's got a plan. He's got an idea. He's got a couple of ideas of, of the best way to handle it. And now it's just a matter of waiting to see which one's going to unfold. Um, but, you know, they, they've been working on some of the other things that they've been doing right now. They've been doing some of the Zoom calls with the colleges, uh, talking to the, to the folks there about the, their players that they have on their roster right now. So that's one of the things that, that our guys have looked at doing uh, going forward. And uh, we'll see what happens. And, and if it Turns out that, you know, like like a lot of the other um, leagues, uh, college leagues, that is, conferences, um, that they're going to play in the, in, in the, uh, in the uh, early spring, then it's going gonna, it's gonna to really change some things. Um, and, and who knows? Uh, we'll have to see how, it, how it's going to affect uh, everything that we, we do in the offseason.